Now it's time for your daily pep talk on News Radio Pensacola. Text in the show at 850-437-1620. Good morning, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel Pep Talk. I am your host, Jake Walker. So glad to be with you this morning. Uh, feeling better after Friday. I had a uh, sinus infection that really knocked me down, but I'm feeling better, and I'm so glad to be back with you guys today, 9 to 11 every weekday here on News Radio 92.3. I'm, I'm so glad to be joined today uh, by Jamie Coffey, the public affairs office uh, for uh, NES Whiting Field, to give us an update on uh, everything going on over there. How are you doing this morning, Jamie? Good morning, Jake. Thanks for having us again. Yes. Yeah. We have quite a few folks in the office, so I'll just kind of go around the room for everybody okay, so yeah. they know. Um, so again, yep, Jamie Coffey from the Public Affairs Office, and then I have brought along um, my partner in crime, Mr. Zach Harris. So he is the deputy uh, public affairs officer for NES Whiting Field. So PAOs are in the house. <laughs> and we're not going to let him talk. We're not going to give him a microphone this morning. He's just he's just here for looks. He's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, and then we also today for interviews, we're going to take some turns and, and CMC will go first. But first up is our command master chief, um, Eric McDermott. So uh, we call him CMC. We say it's obviously he's um, Command Master Chief, but we say CMC because there's an acronym for everything in the military. <laughs> but welcome, CMC. Um, and then we also have in the house, we have Miss Katie Prestisator, and she is the director of our MWR department um, on the base as well. So she, we're going to talk all things MWR today, too. Um, so first up, CMC, um, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Jamie. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate you coming out, and um, it's been really exciting to have you on board now that you've, I guess, you've been here since right at the end of October, I want to say you took over for CMC, right? Right at Halloween time frame? Yep, October okay. 30th was my official check-in date. Okay, so we'll say you're, you're new, but I, I feel like you're already settled in. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it, uh, getting to know everybody. It's It's been fun. It's been a good trip so far. Good. So we'll just kind of start jumping in. We just Everybody wants to get to know you. Um, where are you from? Where are you from originally? Uh, I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I was born and raised. I spent most of my life there. My senior year of high school, I actually moved to Perry, Georgia, and uh, finished my senior year of high school out there, played a little ball out there. They actually won a state championship this year for Georgia, so Go Perry Panthers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I moved back to Baton Rouge before I joined the military. Very cool. And you have family. I want to say you're married with children? Yes. I've been married 20 years this year, actually. Um, okay. And I have two kids. I have a daughter that's 19 years old that goes to Indiana University, lives in Indiana. Nice. And a son that goes here locally to Pace High School uh, that's a junior. will be a senior this coming year. Very nice. Um, so I'll just have to bring this up. Um because I did get to see your beautiful pup recently. Uh, your beautiful, I'll say beast. Um, we can't really say pup, but uh, what kind of dog do you have? So he is a Cane Corso. A lot of people refer to him as a Cane Corso. Uh, he's an Italian massive. So he's about eight months now and about 110 pounds. 
Big, beautiful puppy. Jake, you should have seen him. He was uh, amazing. Uh, and it's it's like he just, it's his eyes and his face. He's so beautiful. And he just commands the room when he comes in. He's just a, a, a beautiful pup. And how, you said how, how old, how many he's months? He's eight months old. So now. he's eight months so and he's huge. He's how he's 110 pounds. He he should get up to around 150. His mom, 150. his dad's about 156. Mom about 130. But yeah, he's gonna be a big big baby. The he pictures is. the pictures of Kane Corsos online don't even look real. They look like they're superimposed to make the dog look three or four times bigger than the right? human. But that's actually how big they are. That is that is outrageous. Yep. I, I don't wow. even have beautiful. a word to describe. Yep. Oh yeah. Because it's so so beautiful. Yeah. Um, we're super excited to watch him grow yeah. <laughs> we're super excited super excited we hope you continue to bring him on base we have um actually i'll let katie talk about this later on um we do have a dog park on our installation so we're we're a dog friendly base for sure we are mm. a dog friendly base okay so let's jump into navy stuff can you give us a, a little background on your career and well first of all how long have you served up until this point Yep, I've been in the Navy for 23 and a half years. I joined June of 20 or June of 2000. Um, it's been been a great career. It's been a good ride. I started out in Jacksonville, Florida. My original rate was aviation structural mechanics. So I worked on H60s, the helicopters, kind of the Navy's version, the Seahawks, Navy's version of the Black Hawk people are familiar with. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. So I did a lot of time in Jacksonville, Florida, about 16 years at different helicopter commands. I did a tour of instructor duty. And then I went to back home to Louisiana, and I did a tour of recruiting duty. Um, I went back to Jacksonville for a little bit, and then went out to San Diego uh, for my first command master chief tour, which was also a Hilo command, and um, deployed on several aircraft carriers. Uh, from there, I came back to Pensacola and went to the Navy Flight Demonstration Squadron. Uh, did a few years there, and until this tour came up, I applied for this, and now I'm at Whiting Field. Very fitting. Uh, for you to have all of that background on the helicopter side <clears throat> as we kind of full circle at NAS Whiting Field um, training helicopter pilots and, and pinning wings of gold on helicopter pilots every other week every other Friday actually we have winging ceremonies on the installation and so it's really neat to kind of have that tie it's a completely different tie but um, helicopters nonetheless. No absolutely after hearing jets the last three years I was I was happy to hear them helicopter props turning again. <laughs> absolutely, sure. absolutely. Wait, I love to see them in the air. I mean, maybe that's why I love my job. But, and it's it's the naval aviation that gets me. Um, but seeing them in the air and and watching them train and and um, I love the um, I I won't say controlled chaos because it is absolutely a, a controlled situation, but just a, a very cool vibe to be around, to be around naval aviation and watching the aircraft get in the air. And then of course, our our base is split into two sides, so we have helicopters on one side, mm -hmm. and then we have T sixes on the other. So um, you never know when you look up, you never know what you're going to see in the air. It's really cool. And NAS Pensacola is the same thing. You look up and you don't know what you're going to see in the air. And um, it's just, yeah, that's just such a cool part of it is the aviation training. Anyway, um, so we're still talking about assignments. So far, what has been your, your favorite assignment? Is there is something that sticks out that's been kind of like 
your favorite so far made, I, made memories? You know, when you look at your different assignments and what you do, I, I don't think the, the mission that we accomplish or the actual job that we do is what makes an assignment. I think it's the people involved. It's really the people that you get to meet, and you, you make lifelong friends through the military. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was the most important thing. But if I had to point one out, I would say my recruiting tour. I think my recruiting tour really showed me a different side of the Navy. It really showed me um, that each sailor is, is a person. They all come from different backgrounds, and no matter what, you know, we have the ability to, to pull them to ground, pull them together, no matter what background it is, and, and help them become successful, which in turn helps us as the Navy become successful. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we know that you're semi towards the end here on your career, so I want to continue with the looking back on things. Has there been um, a challenging, what has been your most challenging assignment so far in the Navy? Um, I don't know. I, I would also say probably the recruiting tour. And, and I bring that up uh, just because it, it's a different world. It's a different language than what I'm used to. Um, and, and getting in there, it took me a little bit of time to understand it. But once I understand it, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I would say that's why it's been one of my favorites, too. Uh, once you understand it and get to do it uh it it's challenging but awarding i guess you have done the full gamut in the navy you have really kind of touched on many different worlds in the navy that's you know just as we're talking about it from um from your background and and the beginning years and then recruiting and and blue angels and um and now you're you're at Whiting Field under aviation training and taking care of sailors um, under a smaller command. I mean, you've really kind of done the the full gamut of the Navy, which I just find to be um, what what a great way um, to have, or what I actually would say a a great leader to have when you have um, someone who has kind of seen a little bit of everything in the Navy. Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, it's one thing I've always loved about the Navy. Every few years, you, you're almost doing a completely different job. Uh, and there's so many different fields you can get into if anything you're interested in and kind of getting your uncomfortable space to, uh, to make it comfortable. Yeah. So now that you're CMC and now that you're Command Master Chief at NAS Whiting Field, can you just give us a little background on what, what is your primary role? What is your primary duties? So I, I work for the commanding officer. There's what they call in the Navy the triad, the commanding officer, the executive officer, and then me, the command master chief. I work directly for the commanding officer and, and basically pushing his policies uh, to ensure the mission is getting complete. I'm also considered the senior enlisted member of the command. Um, so uh, I am the ones that, that, that push everyone to meet the goal and meet the mission and then help it make sense and efficient along the way. So continuing with CMC duties and, and those responsibilities and taking care of those sailors, um, as you get settled in to NAS Whiting Field, are there any changes coming up uh, to how you will take on, you know, take care of those, those sailors, anything new on the horizon for implementation or resources, anything like that? Are you going to 
Well, so lucky for me, coming into Whiting Field, it, it was very efficient and a very productive place. They're very successful command. Um, in fact, uh, winning several awards over its time. Right. So it's great to come in to see that. I think one thing that, that's important to me is to get around, get on the deck plates, talk to the sailors, uh, from the most junior sailor to the most senior sailor, and, and the civilians, the most junior civilian to the most senior civi- uh, civilian, to see what's on their minds, to see where they need me to impact. Uh, I've been there about 45 days now, and, and I've been been on that trip, and I'm getting a lot of good things from everybody. So so my goal is to help make it more efficient, make it easy, and make sailors and civilians' lives better. So that that's my goal while I'm here. So right now I'm just taking input from everyone. Well, thank you, and uh, we appreciate you coming on and getting to know you a little bit. Um, everybody was excited to get to know the new CMC at Whitingfield. Uh, looking forward to this tour. Um, I am going to bring up next Katie Prestesater. She is the new director of MWR. Um, Katie, let's start off with where are you from? Give us a little info on Katie. Yeah, well, good morning, Jamie. Thank you so much. For the invite, it's nice to be here with CMC, although kind of a tough act to follow. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> All right, recreation following the command, Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, born and raised in Columbia, Missouri, M-I-Z. Uh, we're <laughs> excited for the Tigers to go down to Texas to go to the Cotton Bowl. Um, I actually was uh, born raised, went to Hickman High School. If you look up our mascot, fun fact, we're typically one of the 10 worst mascots in Sports Illustrated, and it's a cupie. That is a naked, genderless baby, and you make it cool by going, cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I so love born, raised, and then uh, through a series of events, failing a class in college uh, at a different university, ended up transferring to Mizzou and uh, made my home there and graduated and um, got into Parks and Recreation. Okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you are also, we, we uh, mentioned family with CMC because CMC is a dad. Um, so I want to say family, you're a mom? I'm a mama. I'm mm-hmm. a mama of a precious six-year-old. Uh, she goes to SS Dixon Primary. She's a proud patriot. Um, <laughs> we, she go, she tells me every day, it's SS Dixon Patriot Mama. <laughs> um, and then that. I'm married to a wonderful man named Stephen. Um, some of you may know him in the community. He was uh, with the city of Milton. And shout out now, he works for United Way. And he's um, in the marketing and development uh, arm of United Way. So morning, really Stephen Predis- morning, Predestator. Morning, babe. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the other, I'm going to chime in here real quick. That's the really cool thing about the community here with Santa Rosa County and Escambia County uh, specifically, because those are the counties that I know and that we work um, close with. But the community here is just absolutely amazing. And you know, what I want to share is that, you know, a lot of us, we have spouses in the community that are working and leading and making a difference. And we're all intertwined with the the naval installations and the families and the communities. And it's just bar none to anything I have seen in any other communities. And I just absolutely love that. But, um, the Prestisators are another example of that. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I mean, we, we got really um, lucky that as when we came back, we were in Washington for a year prior to me getting this role. 
Um, it took Stephen a little bit of time to get a, a job, even though it's a it's a saturated market up there. Right. Really great people, and so for him to have some connections and just to be able to apply, and um, and then the United Way picked him up, and so we bought a house, and Stephen got employed before we even moved back, and it was a wonderful journey for us to just immediately settle in. The mm-hmm. schools were so welcoming. I mean, we've been, it, and that's not just us. I can tell you of so many stories of the community engaging with either active duty folks or DOD community. And to have that really strong relationship between the military and the community, that's a that's a gift that doesn't happen everywhere. So shout out to, to Santa Rosa and Escambia, and thank you for all you do mm-hmm. um, to work with our, our DOD partners um, because it, it makes it easier for them to do their job. Absolutely. So we, I, I think I introduced you as the new director. Like we had new CMC, new MWR director, but technically you're not new, yeah. I want to say, and you're not new to NAS Whiting Field. And you did um, mention Everett. Do you want to give us the give us yeah. the 60 seconds on the, the 60 that you seconds. were here and then you moved and yeah. did something really cool and then came back? Yeah. So, um, you know, the career was, I've been journeying all over. So I was an intern in Great Lakes, moved out to NAS Lemoore, California. Uh, that's where the F-18s are on the West Coast. Then um, my husband and I both got jobs in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and we were there for six years. Gitmo. 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 Um, Everybody talks about Gitmo. So doing recreation for uh, the sailors in Gitmo, and then got a job here. So I was actually at Whitingfield as a recreation director um, for six years. Then just out of the blue was kind of trying to see what interviews looked like, and uh, Naval Station Everett picked me up, and that was such a fun job. Um, I was doing all quality of life, so housing, fleet and family, which is our counseling, um, MWR, which is our recreation, mm. um, wounded warrior, all of those fell under me. And then uh, my old supervisor called, and he said, hey, got a job with headquarters. I said, okay. So I applied, and lovingly, uh, Whitingfield took me back because I was like, oh, I I don't think they're going to take me back. I left. (laughs) And um, I interviewed and they took me back and I've been here right at the 90 day mark. So we're here. This is it. This is the launching point. Good. Good. This is just the other tie here. Um, You you mentioned and taking care of sailors and that's just another tie for uh, CMC and you is that you both... um, are leading and taking care taking care of sailors, but just taking care of sailors in different ways. Um, can you um, kind of go more in depth to kind of the function and mm-hmm. the mission of your MWR for just the folks that um, aren't familiar with the MWR Absolutely. concept? Absolutely. So uh, MWR, along with CMC and all the other alphabet soup, uh, morale, welfare, (laughs) recreation, um, and we provide quality of life services uh, for our DOD community. So that looks like fitness centers and recreation centers. Um, That also looks like programs and green spaces, so dog parks. Um, We have a track and a couple um, baseball fields. Mm -hmm. We also have a child development center. We have 65 children in our child development center. Mm. Um, it's actually an old package store that we have kept up, which is the package store is a liquor store for anybody who, who doesn't know that term, (laughs) but, uh, we've made a daycare out of a liquor store and the miracles that those teachers perform every day. Mm -hmm. We have food and beverage operations. We have three of those. And then we have a library. We have over 10,000 books and, um, collection pieces in our library that's attached to a coffee shop um, and then a lot of people know our Whiting Park Recreation Area 
Um, that was long, long ago known as the boat docks. Mm-hmm. It was an old Navy property that turned into an MWR space. Um, and so our job is to provide these services and these facilities um, the best we can uh, to our DOD community and making sure we're taking care of the uh, the sailors, their family, um, and we do large programs. So we do a Santa fly-in. This year, if the rain had not not held us back, we would have had two helicopters this year. I was so excited. It was the first time. So we were going to have a Grinch land, and then we were going to have Santa land, and the the weather took that away. So they came in on a fire truck. Um, yeah. So thank goodness for our fire department always being on standby for that. Yeah. And making yeah. it magical for the kids. And They're a great team, too. We have yeah. a great fire department and crash team. At, out at NAS Whiting Field, they're housed um, pretty close to the to the flight line areas, and they are just some good peeps too. <laughs> yeah, it, the Whiting Field community is such a, an awesome place to work, and um, it's a gift because you get to know everybody, you get to create relationships that help to move uh, the vision forward, whatever that vision might be at the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're answering the call more for junior sailors and, and then the pendulum swings a little bit more towards families. Um, and so right now we have, we've got a, a big task ahead of this and that's really ensuring that we're taking care of those junior sailors. So we actually go out to the OLFs. Um, we're starting a monthly tour mm-hmm. of MWR employees and whoever else wants to go, we're going to hit the van and, uh, you know, bring out activities, fitness classes, bring out some TRX and, you know, uh, we have a, a paintball like painting thing we want to do with them. So kind of like a Nerf painting activity just to keep them occupied for a little bit. But, yeah, huh, you know, they're um, also working on their college classes out there. And so we try not to interrupt, but yeah. we have resources for them and we want to make sure that they know that they are thought of, even though they might be two hours away from us. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to know more about this Nerf painting thing. What is that all about? I mean, water gun, Nerf painting, you know, I mean, Ah. it's it's anything. We might throw Easter eggs at a canvas. We'll throw anything at a canvas these days. (laughs) See what happens. It's abstract art. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and a stress reliever all at the same time. All at the same time, yeah. Yeah, you know, you you bring that up of like all these um, original ideas. I, you know, I, we always say it and, and people ask me all the time, how do they do all of these <laughs> things? Like, how do they figure this out? And like, that's one of my questions to you is how do you all target the needs and how do you create some of that magic? And I, I know you have some wonderful employees, yeah. some very creative employees. Um, I'll let you do a shout out to a, a couple of them. Um, um, I, I, it's hard to do that because you guys are over a hundred hundred personnel strong. Yep. We're a hundred and 110, depending on our lifeguard season. Um, <laughs> but really it's the team and they're listening and they're, you know, we're obviously doing the true, you know, I call it the Leslie note geek out, but we love a good survey and a good needs analysis. Yep. Um, but really we're talking to everybody, seeing what's out there, trying to be ahead of trend when we can um, being on trend this year. We thought we were you know, we looked and we were like, we're going to do a Grinch thing. And then the rest of the community was doing a Grinch thing, which was great because then you can kind of share resources um, in that way or see how other people are are managing the Grinch. But um, I have 110 amazing teammates yeah. um, and they all have great ideas and we're all listening to each other, letting this, I call it the snowball effect, but we literally go around and say, hey, what's your idea yeah. and how can we infuse that into what we're doing? And it. The Santa fly-in used to be a few crafts and Santa would fly in and it is now snowballed to a, we built out a set 
yeah. an actual theatrical set that you move through. Jake, it was incredible. It was incredible. I mean, you walk into a wonderland, and this year it was Whoville. So it was oh. Whoville, but it was all of the magic that you think it should be. And, nice. you know, characters, and I'll say Lenny Norman, because Lenny is just so good at what he does. He's the marketing director for MWR, but but uh, he's our train conductor and our on our vocal. And it's just, you just walk into the sounds and the smells and... They could the kids could get their hair done, and there was crafts and meeting Santa, and it was just all the things. It was all the things, and yeah, like you said, the set was amazing and beautiful, and um, all hand painted. Uh, we all hand painted, yeah, uh, on the one side. So Whoville was all hand painted, and then Santa's Village was um, more plywood and uh, construction materials thank goodness Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of hand painting but Mm -hmm. what was really cool is everybody just jumped on board with that idea um, to make it happen so you know we get really lucky because you it's an immersive experience but our our goal was if you're going to have a lot of people in the room how do you do the Disney experience and what does Disney do well it's an immersive experience so even when you're waiting in line you don't mind waiting in line because you're surrounded and we do what we can with plywood and paint and staff members (laughs) and costumes we have a large large uh, uh, collection of costumes Um, but really really proud of that so they make it happen um, and I just get to show off to them all the time well thank you we'll be right back